So welcome to Hash It Out. My name's Jake Stone. I used to be in a band called Blue Juice. Now I do all manner of things, one of which is hosting this podcast. Uh, today's guests are two of my friends, probably of about 15 years now, collectively, Dave Rennick and Dan Mack. Dave Rennick on camera left uh, is the singer and guitar player in Dappled Cities, formerly Dappled Cities Fly, a Sydney band have been around for a long time, put out a lot of records and are on the verge of releasing their fifth record, aptly titled Five, or Stroke, 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 mm-hmm. depending on how you want to read it. Uh, and to his right is Dan Mack, the singer and guitar player in Art vs. Science, a festival favourite around Australia. Uh, and he's just come off the tour from uh, doing a hot tub time machine around yes. the country, or hot tub wine machine in this case. What does that yes. mean? It's hot tub time machine, but at wine vineyards. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't clear anything, anything up. Oh, I see. Well, it, <laughs> uh, to take it back another level, hot tub time machine is a, uh, a DJ video outfit, a bit like outfit like Sampology. Oh, yeah. Except right. it starts at 1955 with the birth of rock and then goes all the way through the present day. So it's uh-huh. quite a... Um, it's quite a cool concept. Hmm. Yeah, and he just hmm, basically hmm, mixes hmm. bangers from every era. Yeah. Yeah. And it, works, it seems to work, and it works well enough to be able to pull 12,000 people. 12,000 people? At almost yeah. every capital city. Like, maximum, let's say, twelve to 20,000 pe- 20, people at every capital city around Australia. What about Canberra? Oh, it was a max of 12. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think Hunter 12. and Yarra Valley... Hunter Valley and Yarra Valley had 12, maybe? Or it was Hunter and some other one had 12? The others had about, like, five or six or seven or eight. Or, All right. It was a big bloody thing. Yeah, it's That's pretty cool. huge. Penal supported... Uh, Miami Horror. It was Pinal's first gig in like six years. Yeah, yeah. So you right. can only imagine the money that he would be making to be able to set up a gig whereby he basically brings Pinal back from not not touring. Yeah, yeah. And and has a series of really big name acts, and then also pays all of you guys to do that. It's a it's well, a big show. It might have been the perfect timing because Pinal hadn't done anything for ages, and they had this single which was blowing up. Chameleon. But because they weren't, like, at the height of their touring schedule, they might have been able to offer them something not as much as, you know, yeah. they would have had to... But they must have known. Yeah. They must have known, because Chameleon is a huge song, and it's been enormous since kind of the later part of last year when it crept into... Like, it should have been higher in the Hottest 100. I can play that song four times a night if I'm DJing, yeah. and people will lose their minds. Yeah, hmm. it's fucking awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah. So was Haven't heard so- it. Oh, <laughs> you'll, you'll like it, then. Honestly. I've been busy. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, you've been expe- expelling music, not <laughs> sucking it in. Not absorbing it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, because you're on the verge of putting out a single now, um, and that looks like it's getting premiered on KCRW, which is a pretty big deal for almost any band, hmm. but let alone a band that have been around for a long time, and to some degree, not inactive, but kind of haven't put out anything in a while. It's been five years of inactivity. Yeah. Not on purpose. It was just... The... <laughs> How do you, you know? know? <laughs> you, just, what, you just didn't turn up to And set your watches. Everyone, five years? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, um... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess in five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might see you around for a beer or something. Yeah, it's an interesting experiment, I should say, guys. <laughs> it's a lonely old time. Bro. You're my best friend. Goodbye. Yeah. The next one, let's do a different approach. We didn't. Uh, my point is, we didn't mean to take five years. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're like, it's just that it takes that long to make a record. Firstly, it takes. Mm a year or two to decide like that you want to make a record. Okay, okay. I was about to dispute that it takes five years as a standard, but and then, it does sometimes. And then, it, and then it, well, this is, this is our new timetable. Okay. And then it takes, you know, two years to make the record. Yeah. And then apparently it takes 
a year to release the record. <laughs> okay. So why was the two years uh, needed to discuss why you were going to do it? Because you was it because you'd made so many albums thus far and yeah, you've gotten I mean, to a point where you're like, okay, well, what are we even trying to do now? Is that the... Well, it's just tough to maintain. I mean, we're an Australian yeah. indie band. There is a ceiling to being an Australian <laughs> indie band. Yeah. <laughs> so, is it um, a glass ceiling? No, it's not is glass it, Is it like the ceiling in um, the Spike Jones movie where they all have to crouch in being done yeah, a little bit. they can't stand yeah, up like very well? It's like the seventh and the half, yeah. seventh and the half, yeah. half... The floor. floor, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It is a bit like that in Australia. Australian indie rock floor. <laughs> well, yeah, we're talking about day done. jobs and stuff. It's like everyone's always had to have one because I've known both of you since, you know, the inception of both of your bands. Uh, and that for Dappled was 2001 as as far as I remember it. Yeah. Well, that's our yeah. official inception. Yeah. It's quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, it wouldn't have been too much further along. What, 2004, 2005? We started Roger Explosion in 2000. Two man gym, okay. and then that like changed into up the science in about 2008 or 2007. Sure, or it like ended, or it sort of went off into a should we do anything more? We're playing to 50 people a night, yeah, yeah. working really hard. Bass player went overseas, and you're uh, like, I guess we've broken up. We're like, yeah, he's like, should I go? Like, are we doing anything? I'm like, nah, go. We're like, this is you know, we're not doing anything. So, you'd reached that point with Roger Explosion that to some degree Dave was kind of talking about. With Dapple, where you got to the point where you, it's not that you're playing. I mean, Dapple were never playing to 50 people, yeah. but it was more just like, okay, we've done this for a while. There's a certain point at which we have to continue to work and do what we're doing in our lives. Yeah, yeah. And until we feel compelled to put out something creative, maybe we don't need to spend the money and keep pushing it, trying to succeed as a band all the time, which is what bands do. You know, once you're in the yeah, the, sure, yeah. the process of rehearsal and release is always an attempt to get something somewhere into some kind of position i guess yeah well you get to your fifth record and the pressure is <coughs> is just so off it's incredible yeah exactly exactly get to your fourth record and the pressure is quite intense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and the fifth one you're like we could just do whatever we want now we're yeah. sailing we're sailing the happy seas that's it and that's what it life. appears to be and yeah. my, and that's why i ask particularly with the KCRW thing. Well, that's my point, yeah. because, you know, when you do that, when you go, ah, oh, fuck it, a lot of bands, especially a band like Dapple, who've always been revered as an art rock band, have had a core audience of people who lo- who've loved them because they were uh, an intellectually and artistically capable band for whom finding a commercial niche a niche in Australia was a challenge. It was you know a real I mean? square peg round whole scenario. Yeah, didn't, not, not for <laughs> lack of fans and interest, just because... It is a small population, and what you're doing isn't deliberately putting you in a pop position sure. all the time. So now, what seems, to, I mean, what seems to happen to those bands is they get to a certain age, and then they go, actually, we don't need to worry about any of that stuff. And mm. that's often when they experience like some success, because if you're shopping a single to KCRW, that's a natural home for that type of music, and it's also a great opportunity. Sure. Yeah. Do you Look, see I, I just think I just think your measure of success, well, our measure of success, has certainly changed. I mean, right. where a band has been able to do everything we could have ever dreamed of, you know, like Heart of Science, you know, getting on festivals, yes, yeah, exactly. touring internationally, radio play, you know, that's everything you could ever dream of when sure. you're starting out as a band. But but now now those even those things aren't even like my what I define as success. Personally, I just want people to hear the record, and I just want our fans to hear this record. That would that, that's 
that's success to me at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and that's an incredibly healthy way to look at it. And maybe mm. I know this is going to sound a bit hippie-ish, but maybe the universe responds to some degree to good intentions. Well, sure. I mean, you know, I think in, in populations this... do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which might be. Well, that's that's good too. Yeah. But they, like higher populations. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you're getting a premiere on particularly that radio station in the states. There's a lot of people who listen to that radio station, and that single will get exposed. And is that through Dangerbird? Is that the relationship? That you uh, can do? I don't know. But okay. I, no, it's not through Dangerbird. We're not with Andrew anymore. Ah. Um, I'm not sure how he heard of it, but I'm happy he did. So that's even crazier. So <laughs> yeah, now some cool. random with no PR in the US has picked up yeah. the single to be premiered on a station that. It's all the. It's all on the internet these days, Jack. One thing I've learned about releasing <laughs> records, having not released a record in five years, is how important the internet is. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you put it? What did you... On the internet. Okay, but that doesn't give me specifics enough. We should, maybe we should, put, know, this, we should put this podcast in the same spot. Well, you know, it obviously just got emailed somewhere or someone tweeted it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And that found it's, that found KCRWZ's, but they've recently so. done King Gizzard, uh, like sure, live shows I mean, with King Gizzard. And... We've, we've got a history in the States, so I think yes. there's, some, you know, there's a bit of a community, a dappled community there now. Right, right. So, I don't know, they were probably... That's why know, I figured... Chatting... Yeah, and they were like, "We like this band. We this like band it. are interesting. Yeah. They're doing a thing." Mm-hmm. How would you characterize the difference of the record from what you've done before? If oh, well, it is it's very relaxed, and with that, with that sense of being, you know, free and relaxed comes space in the music. Yeah. So there's no with, with this record, there hasn't been a need for all of us to throw every single idea that we have because yeah, between yeah. five dudes, you can come up with heaps of ideas. Yeah, yeah times that by three, you get yeah. fifteen different lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so. Often, often songs are best for what's not on them, you know, for yeah, the space yeah, that you leave, yeah. for people just to just to understand it and become absorbed in it, you yeah. know, the negative space. The funny it's... thing is, is that everything that you're saying, Dave, makes it sound like it's going to be a pop record, <laughs> 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 which means that it's even more poised. Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me fix that impression because uh, okay. it was also a, a completely live recorded record. Ah, which is something that Art vs. No Science yeah. do as Same. their bread and butter. Well, pr- predominantly live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over dub, but it, but yeah. It was, okay. We went to a big studio, which you never do these days. Yeah. Like, you just do it on like a on a MacBook. Or yeah, you're the dribble right? <laughs> <Yeah>. little. <laughs> here's a little idea. Dan Max trying to imply <laughs> that small things on a laptop can become large in software yeah. production. Because <laughs> 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 the whole soundscape is just. <laughs> but they they were able to vomit in Technicolor everywhere yeah, because exactly. they were in a yeah. nice place. Wow, in real life. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. You're actually going. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly. going <laughs> having to actually make it a big thing smaller rather yeah. than a small thing bigger. Yeah. So why did you decide to do that? Just for the fun of playing? Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, because it was it was a Studio Three Hundred One in Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, that's nice. Which is a Mackin studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we wanted the beach, and we wanted something that we could get out of Sydney, but yep. stay in Australia. And we wanted a big studio, and we wanted a pool, and we wanted a apartment. And, and we got <laughs> a, and a helicopter. And a, yeah. Why didn't you just say exactly? What is going on in Devil City Sky? Like, how can every? How is this possible? I don't understand. Oh, is it because of the old DJ, the day jobs we referred to earlier? Because they took some unknowns. Yeah. How did you find the record? 
Um, because How it sounds like it? an expensive thing to do. Uh, we started recording this record when we didn't have a label, didn't have a manager, didn't even have a booker. Right. Um, we sort of wiped, we wiped the slate clean after the fourth record. Yep. For a variety of reasons. So it was all on our own backs. What we did, weirdly enough, to fund the record, was we played some shows. Ah. We like played ah, five see, shows. Made some money. Yeah, yeah, I got Under the record. It's just yeah. like it was, it's like being in the 70s again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But somehow you did five shows and that made you enough money to make an entire album and live in a place in the pool. What yeah, fucking yeah. shows were you doing? What is going on? There wouldn't have been like that in the 70s. Yeah, we were going to talk about, like, we were going to talk about how Sydney's live we music. We played five shows. What the fuck? <laughs> the whole conversation. No one heard of those shows, though. Yeah. They, were, they, were, they were some. Well, they were good shows, but like, were they corporates? Were no, you doing? Uh, yeah, there was one corporate, like yeah, you know, paying, you know, mon- so money. So there was one money paid, paid and, yeah, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then four other ones who got paid in booze. <laughs> yeah. And my and question was paid like that. My question is that we we're going to talk a little bit about how Sydney's changed, and to some degree also how the live music scene has changed and shrunk uh, and morphed a little. Like <clears throat> putting on my. Yeah, and maybe it's be- become more difficult to play and make a living as a musician, but for Dappled, apparently, you just crank out five gigs and you can make a record and it'll just go to LA yeah, and it's well, all good. So I think the universe has responded. Yeah, I yeah, feel like that's yeah. all I wanted to say, but then I kind of felt like it was too mystical to bring it up. But it is sort of like a positive headspace thing to some degree for the band. You know, it's like a right level of maturity, right time, hmm. right age kind of feel for for that record to come out it's just a good attitude yeah 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 just we had a saying during the recording a saying it's not a saying <laughs> it's a saying a to you <laughs> <laughs> um uh we had two actually one of them was i'm not worried yeah and the second one is don't get desperate oh my god so when someone was like, I really want to, I really want to, I really want to cut this bit. It's like, cut it, man. I'm not worried. But don't get desperate. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. you're desperately trying to yeah. get this bit, it's going to suck. I just feel like it's like, oh, not quite, I don't know. Is it like, it's good, but don't get desperate. I don't know. When, uh, because we've been in that situation where you have like a label pumping heaps of money yeah, into yeah. a record and you've got a month in the studio. Absolutely. And everyone's coming over and listening to your songs and being like, yeah. Oh, that's the hit, dude. That's the hit, and it mm. really affects you, not in a uh, in a in a positive way in terms of, you know, being an artist and writing a good song. Absolutely, I think, and being a musician to be specific, and just and just like playing, like all carefree and like yeah, cool, lay it down. <laughs> <laughs> that's because exactly. that's our natural state, you know, yeah. Yeah. to be cool. <laughs> As humans. As, yeah, as humans. Yeah. And as, as creatives, certainly, if you're f- like feeling out what you're doing in the process of playing, you need to be able to look over at your friends and without any overarching budget concerns, say, nice lick or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's weird... Yeah, and, and I'm not meaning to, to to like to like neg out on the industry at all. I just no, mean, no, I, just I know mean exactly that, I just what mean you're mean about. As a 24-year-old dude making this record with all this kind of pressure behind you because you were signed and you you know you had to deal with an LA label and there was a period of time where you were trying to push in the same way that ABS has a lot of bands you're trying to get famous you're like I'm going to get famous and that's (laughs) it doesn't um, it doesn't make you produce the best work I guess I don't think so either and even if you were producing your best work you have to do it out from under that coil of fear and anxiety that someone else is giving you money and they're going to turn up and that it's their fear and anxiety really like I remember Paul Patico coming 
into the, the recording for the second album and listening to a bunch of tracks in BJB. And when Broken Leg came on, he was like, well, at least you got that one right. And I was like... <laughs> That is a nagging. That is some. I like. It's not that I don't agree with you, and I do think it's funny. But at the same time, that's a hell of a thing to say to us. Now, I mean, it turned out he was completely correct. It was the only right moment <laughs> on that album. <laughs> I mean, that's where the industry is quite helpful. Yeah, it was yeah. right enough yeah. at the time. The fresh ears factor. Some but yeah, and things. You can't help but stress about management and stuff, and everybody's opinion gets into your head like it's a worm. They're pa- they can be parasitic elements to the way that you're working yeah you have to have a healthy immune system Mm, i don't (laughs) (laughs) definitely don't yeah yeah not for that stuff exactly what about you how do you keep avs free of you know that kind of care yeah what i'm fretting um you're not a very worried guy (laughs) oh i can be yeah 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 i don't know um same like it's hard it's basically it's hard well our next approach is to like basically going to write an, an album's worth of stuff mm-hmm. and release like a single from somewhere yeah we've got tons of shit recorded now and then tour off that the back of that single with all this new stuff which is so simple and so easy to hear first time that it's going to compete uh, with yeah, our old sure. stuff like like confidence man they're all there yeah, yeah we saw him live i saw him live a few weeks ago and it's just so simple and fun. And so we'll write a whole bunch of that and then record it after the tour once we've fleshed everything out and, like, stretched bits and cut oh, okay, bits. okay, okay. And it's all vibing and we know how to play it really easy and then we'll hit some analogue tape. Yeah, so it's an, it's an album tour before the album is released to determine what's on the album in a way. Yeah. It's a good way to do yeah. it because... Like, we're live bands, aren't we? Yeah. So you've got to, like, figure them out how they're going to work live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's probably the best way they're going to work recorded yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly because they always get changed like you record them and then you go on tour and you're like and you're oh, like, oh yeah, i need to change, change the beat now because yeah. that could have been because <laughs> that really thing i was slow. thinking of was like a really good idea yeah yeah totally whereas live it, on in on the night which is like let's make this one go twice as long and yeah, yeah okay yeah. and you try it and you've got like a whole crowd of people who are nodding or going like or, or yeah, like yawning a, or yeah. like frowning but isn't, it inter- <laughs> isn't it interesting that you feel more comfortable with that whole crowd of people nodding or potentially yawning than one A&R guy going yeah. I don't know <laughs> you know just like you're like who the fuck are you you, yeah. you don't know what it's like man and well the, fair yeah. enough too because they don't and also because but sometimes they do yeah they said they definitely do perhaps occasionally in the studio process but it depends on how good the person is and it depends on what their ulterior motive is for listening you know it's like sometimes he manages Keep literally the job. This, yeah Sometimes they're listening because they've got to make money and stuff, and they're like, "Is this the money thing?" Whereas yeah. they don't always—they're know, not always going to know what the money thing is. It's just mm. hard to tell. Andy Bull said that about. Uh, am I allowed to say? Anyway, he said like they're great for. Uh, yeah, I'll just say it anyway. We'll just it out. He said like <laughs> the internet's an absolute cunt, yeah. and this guy like yeah. <laughs> he can suck my balls. Andy Bull's a cunt. Yeah. This is all live, guys. Yeah. <laughs> No, he said um, they're great for helping you pick singles. Okay. Which is probably what you need help in anyway. Yeah, I think he might be right in the sense that you get married to, you know, what you think is going to be the driving force because it's the catchiest thing in your mind in general at the time or maybe it's a song that you fell in love with. And and it's probably going to be the thing you like playing live most as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, mm. People like it. Yeah. So. But isn't that, as Dave's saying, isn't that kind of 
wouldn't that just then be right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> why we're doing it by definition. Yeah, yeah I guess I guess people best seem to be enjoying this one. Best song band play live. Best song band. Let's <laughs> see. Yeah. yeah, people tend to over intellectualize the music that industry. Is the <laughs> it's really caveman level of reasoning. We're going to go back to like that message in chord form as well, which is like one, four, five, or like. Oh yeah. Five, four, and one. <laughs> Was there a? Do you, feel, do you feel like you got a bit jazzy? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's hard not to get jazzy when Tame Impala is blowing up all over the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, Every yeah. chord, like, like oh, some shit, sort of six or seven. Shit. Tell me about or it. Or like a, a, or more, or jazz, sixes and I mean, sevens and Jazz twos. is coming back in. Thanks. Yes. Like it really is. Yeah. You know, punk rock destroyed jazz in the in the late seventies. Yeah. Punk rock made jazz rock uncool. R.A.P. Steely Dan for a little while. Yeah, hey. And uh, one of my favorites. And then punk came in. And everyone's like, yeah, it's cool to be shit. Do, 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 do. Cool shit. shit yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. And now it's coming back in that like to do like. This is like cool again. Yeah, it's I true. swear it's coming back in. No, I agree because Thundercats, Thundercats are vibe. You know the. <laughs> Well, Kendrick Lamar is kind of exactly. very jazzy, sure, and yeah. Thundercats is musical Cole, producer. Cosby, Matt Cosby, <laughs> Matt Cosby. <laughs> my my name is Matt Cosby, and here's my new song, Revolution. Matt Cosby, <laughs> Matt Cosby. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It's Matt Cosby. When I'm he, here to rape some girls. When he does that, oh, <laughs> sounds kind of like it could be a little bit like related to Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Nobody With wants. Nobody wants to say that they're related to Bill Cosby in the world ever again. That's not. It's a deeply insulting thing now because of his yeah. serial rape. Our thoughts out to the Cosbys yeah. around the globe. Yeah. yeah, people who are related to that evil man. <laughs> Pass me a beer. I have to. Yeah, I was going to get yeah. one too, actually. Allegedly. Yeah. No, it's, it's I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your complaints in the comments below. And, yeah, yeah. I know that none of these jokes are particularly appropriate. Does this um, podcast get edited, or is this just a we just? Off? No, we'll edit it, but we'll edit in all of this stuff. I'm saying I don't want to edit it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I don't no apologies. If anyone <laughs> says anything, no one's apologising. Yeah. All right. What's and all? I think that that's. We, I don't really want to edit it either, Dave. So. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. No. We'll see how we go. It just depends because the Rogan podcast is three hours, and that's our. You know, that's our inspiration. But you we might need to like, repeat some sections on this one. Yeah, we're not going to be going for that long. But um, but the idea is to have an unexpurgated chat to uh-huh. some degree. Uh-huh. But there'll be some expurgation. Okay. <laughs> what does expurgate mean? It sounds um, like it means to vomit, but I think it means to... Expunge. To reduce. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, Deliberately misrepresent your views. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tim has the internet and will occasionally clarify what words and things yeah. mean. He'll make references and... Have we needed to fact check anything thus far? Just expurgate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Can someone fact check something just for fun? I'm on gates.com right now and there's nothing. <laughs> what is gates.com? Bill Gates. Yeah, is it Bill Gates' no, word finder? about like garden gates. Uh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Entrance, doorway entrances. Tim's building a house. So obviously the conversation hasn't been riveting to use a building pun. (laughs) He's not building a house. It's just, I don't know. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so now we're old. Yep. Okay. Not that old though. Come on. We're like less, we're less than halfway through our life. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we are less than halfway through our lives. Yeah. But we're still musicians or 
yeah, we could die on the way home from <laughs> here. Way, realistically. <sighs> it's a fucking terrifying thought. Um, but if we don't, and that doesn't happen, fuck you, Dad. Fuck <laughs> 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 I'm Sorry, thinking man. about getting hit by a car. Oh, like, wandering out here and getting... I was like, imagining a lightning bolt. Yeah, that's a nice way to go. Gold. Sudden. Yeah. How would you... Okay, how would you die? <laughs> how do you want to die? <laughs> uh, just heaps and heaps and heaps of painkillers. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Opiate Which ones? Yeah. Implies a choice. Yeah. Um, where it's do you stand funny, on euthanasia, guys? Funny concept. No, uh, it's, it's an interesting concept because that's the way I think. I'm, I talked to my sister about this once, Alana, and she said that she would like to be eaten by a shark. And I said, that is the most nightmarish thing I can possibly imagine. And how, why would you want that to happen? You'd and never she, have a closer encounter with nature. Well, she, yeah, she was like, it'd be epic that that was yeah, happening. It would it'd be epic. Hurt. It would hurt so much. That's nah, wouldn't. That, all the adrenaline would kick in. You'd just feel this bang. Then you're like, ah, what the? Ah, I'm bang. Like trying to poke it in the eyes. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting tired. Keep going, keep going. Oh, you know, jacking up. Like, oh, this is it. I think this is it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh. we're almost there. <gasps> Suck in some water. Yep. Then it's like dragged down. Then you're like, <laughs> So it's just the kind of. It's just the kind of. <laughs> Like, flow, the blood would just flow yeah, out. Yeah, the blood would flow out. You'd drown at the same time. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's not so bad, but in the initial part of it, and Dave... Sorry, I'm just losing. <laughs> I'm glad. Go for it. But I'm glad that Dave brought what this up. What a rush, though. Well, that exactly. See, yeah. two different personalities here, and I'm with Dave on it, because I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to have to look down at my dying moment and see my leg just ragged and just pissing blood into the water. And I'm terrified whilst essentially a lion mm. attacks me and rips me apart like kind of fuck you for making me die that way like you'd be so alert and so awake you'd too like, awake <laughs> too awake you'd just like, get on my neck in my the, sleep the sun's never looked brighter oh my down God. here Still, i'm leaving i guess well, you're right i wonder what my family no you wouldn't even have time to go through that maybe not maybe not i just want to die i just don't want to have to think about there's been no time where a violent like Say, for example, where you almost have a car accident and then you think about the car accident that would have been. I almost died the other day. What? I was very close to dying. What happened? I was getting a massage from this, like, <laughs> hectic, hectic dude yeah. who was doing, like, fucking... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the end of, like, a three-day bender. He was doing fucking kung fu on me and, yeah. then, and, then, and then I'm like, this is pretty wild. And then it got to the point where he's like, Sitting me up and then and then did the um the neck twist yeah yeah like the really really fast Whoa, one right and, and like that like, yeah and I was like and I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and um I and I realized that I was actually very close to dying at that point like no one <laughs> like in actual you can measure how close I oh was you to mean dying. like it's like a centimeter like of difference of yeah the physical yeah. world like you really, feel it it was about half a centimeter yeah you're right yeah you're right so because he could have cranked that one centimeter little bit away from dying I guess it's not the same but it is did you turn around and say to him you almost killed me <laughs> um, were you crying yeah, I mean, then he gave me a hand job and it was all good. <laughs> because everybody, when you say you've been to a masseuse, just immediately assumes that it's a sex massage. And then even in the massage, you start thinking, is this a sex massage? Because you don't usually get massages and it's weirdly intimate. I've thought I usually get yeah. massages. Right. Yeah, I'm a big massage kind of guy. How often and why? 
maybe like once a month. Mm. I just find it a really. There's my girlfriend who got, who who like was like, we need to get lots of massages. Yeah, yeah. girlfriend okay. love massages. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm down with I'm down with massages. I'm into it too, to be honest, because mm. because of boxing and kickboxing. If I don't go and do something that will make me feel better, <laughs> I basically feel awful. I was no. wearing shorts like <laughs> yours. We really digress. What were we talking about? Dying. Yeah, dying. <laughs> got completely off track. I, I was wearing shorts like yours and getting a massage in yeah. um, Bali. Yes. Um, by on a pool deck next to lots of people. A lot of years ago now, and. Just working like the back of my calves, mm. which like I don't know if you've ever when you get that bit you're like oh yeah so we're like, like, oh. like oh <laughs> and I'm like going up a bit yeah. higher and I was like oh, oh so many sensations and it was like uh, and then I was like oh dear I'm starting to get a boner yeah then and, you had to fight that thought for a long time oh yeah mm. and it was like because I was so short, grandma's vagina grandma's vagina <laughs> <laughs> normally it's like downwards facing. Mm. But like the short shorts, there was like a danger that it was going to sort of come out. Yeah. Oh god, the mouse would be just a little bit out of the house. Yeah. And she would have seen the very the most crawl out of the crawl of out of the burrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm here little... for. <laughs> you know what I want. Hey you. <laughs> no. There's no way Me. to like deal with that really. As a person, there's no way to go. Oh, I see. Okay, well, you're just a little bit sexually attracted to me. <laughs> or is that... But uh, it's a normal... I know you don't... Because you know... You, we'd be looking up like, this isn't right. And you'd be like... <laughs> so it happens all the time. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, they're used to it. <coughs> yeah. yeah. What do they do? I don't know. It's never happened. Just to off, apparently. Yeah. Just, uh... Just yeah. uh, business as usual, I think. Yeah. We just noticed the other two guests come in, so everybody got weird and thought, how are we going to wrap this up? Should we wrap up the boner massage? How to get out of it. Um, so, uh, anyway, boner massage, <laughs> touring. Boner massage, <laughs> um, touring, yeah. Are you both going to be, you're about to do a tour. When does that start? Do you want to do a bit of promo? Probably in September. Okay, yeah. cool. I think we haven't, we haven't even written what we're going to tour yet. All right. But we've never had a firmer idea. <laughs> you could almost say have we have dates? a boner. Have you got dates yet? Um, no. No, just September tour, Art vs. Science. No, just a dream. For it. <laughs> but I got a dream, damn it. It's very general. It's nice we haven't talked yeah. about any other member September of the band. September 2017. Go see him. Yeah. And uh, Dave Rennick, what about you? Uh, we have a tour uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Melbourne. We're coming to Melbourne next week. When is this going up? Not next week. <laughs> <laughs> they were just in uh, Melbourne, so you should have checked them out. Um, if you got that was it. Just after Melbourne, we were, we were in Brisbane. Both of them sold out. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, any boots in, in the front I row? Think, yeah. I think we're going to be playing Vivid soon. Oh, great! That's yeah. yeah okay. Let's promo that. Uh, so catch Staple City is at Vivid, the Vivid Festival in 2017 in mm. Sydney, alongside a lot of other art uh, and speaking events. Um, great place to see the band, and if you've never seen them before going to be very excited because they have a new single and it's on KCRW soon and it's called Space Child as far as I know. Uh, yeah. I did, I did everything right. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks for being here on this very first podcast. Thanks. I had a was great that time. three hours? No, it was it? 45 <laughs> minutes. Okay, right. <laughs> Just check it. Yeah, uh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just get, get out, man. But yeah. where will we go? <laughs> <laughs>